0: Checking the stream, checking the stream, checking the stream, checking the stream.
1: Whoop! Live one second ago. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna open a new window. Oh, I see that. <laughs> I got to get on the chat, right? I don't know. This is cool, man.
0: Cool, man. Cool, cool,
1: cool. Oh, we're live on it's, and we're gonna be sticking. Oh, jeez. Yeah, turn that down. This happens a little bit every time. Oh. It's, it's streaming him. Look at that. That's okay. Should we do that? We're yeah. going to get in trouble. This is like, maybe I get a copy. Nah, you'll be fine. All right.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy Mitchell. We're here at the Midwest Gaming Classic. I'm here with Old School Gamer Magazine. I've been asked to address things that are recently in the media. The fact of the matter is, now there is a true professional due diligence being done to investigate things that happened as far as 35 years ago in a professional manner, not in a shock jock mentality designed to create hits. We will show that everything that has been done, everything was done professionally, according to the rules, according to the scoreboard, the integrity that was set up, not 2014 forward by the current regime who wants to reach back 35 years. Everything will be transparent, Everything will be available. I wish I had it in my hands right now. I wish I could hand it to you. But it's taken a considerable amount of time. Witnesses, documents, everything will be made available to you. Nothing will be withheld. You absolutely have my commitment to that. We've been at this since 1982, and it's not going to stop now.
3: Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is
1: Arcade Radio. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Friday, April 20th, 2018, and the time is now approximately 7.23 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. Sphere. This is your host, OneAdam12. Tonight I am joined by temporal displacement farmer Mark Timerunner-Shields and the guest host of Arcade Radio this week, Mr. Arcade Jason Cop. Welcome to the show.
4: What's going on, arcade nerds?
1: <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, we are arcade nerds. We're the arcade nerds. That's my nerds. middle name. <laughs> we have to have t shirts made or something. We need it. Mark, mark it <laughs> arcade up. nerd. Yeah. Arcade People will be nerd. like, never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So what is that? Is it a new channel? We had to check it out. Yeah. So um this is the section of the show where we talk about what we're working on. Uh Mark, why don't you kick it off? Let us know what okay, you've I'll- been doing.
0: I'll let, I'll let you know what I'm what I did and stuff since the last show so that you'll be informed. Sounds good? Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> okay, I went to Disneyland. That was great. There were no arcades there whatsoever. That what? was sad.
1: Not even a single one?
0: Not at the parks. And yeah, Oh, no, yeah.
1: Just,
0: you know, and and we snooped around too. We were looking around the old Starcade area. You know, they don't even have the neon up
1: anymore. And yeah, there's something interesting to me. They have a, they used to have an arcade called Starcade. And how does that work when there was a starcade and they apparently still own the copyright? Um,
0: I don't know. Maybe you're flattered because Disney has ripped you off. Right, and right. I don't know. Starcade. It's weird. Yes. Um, there was an L.A. bar arcade scene, but it's not okay. feeling kind of dry. You know, there were some places. There's what, Robotron, I think, is closed forever.
1: There was a place called Robotron?
0: Yeah, that that's an older, you know, arcade that was a private place i think john (laughs) jacobson did a a review of it but that's no longer around interesting yeah so nothing really grabbed me and most of it opened up later at night so we couldn't go and have like a little lunch
1: interesting uh let's see
0: what else tomorrow i was gonna go to the game preserve which is at 473 sawdust road spring texas 77380
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice little plug there uh
0: yeah, but they had a swap meet set, and it's going to rain because we're in Texas, and so we're not going to do it. We're going to postpone it. That's okay. Wow. And what else is going on? Uh, I, you know, I got three arcade games recently. I have a Mortal Kombat 4 in my garage, and I need to technically assess it, but my garage door is coming apart because Mortal I Mortal like... Kombat 4? Who played that? Well, I, I mean, uh, okay. Oh. Past San Antonio, I mean, I drove from Houston, it was five hours- <laughs> And they had to a, the Mexican border, right? Oh yes, I mean there were border border patrol people actually talked to us and made sure you know what's inside of this game. And um,
1: <laughs> nice like, accent, I like, PCB.
0: like it. <laughs> hey, I'm just using the locals' accent. How dare you? Okay, now listen closely.
1: <laughs> I picked up a
0: Rampage World Tour, yeah, a Mortal Kombat Four and a Mortal Kombat One cabinet, and a Miss Pac Man cabinet. And I paid in her bucks, so it was pretty good. It was a good deal, right? Good grab? Again, that, that's good. Bro. That's great. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So, I haven't looked at them because, again, my garage door is coming apart, so I have to, like, now I have to, like, figure out, okay, people are going to come fix my garage. What am I going to do with this DeLorean that I have? <laughs> nice. Let's, let's see. I think that's everything I have to say, except I want to say congratulations to Jace. Not Jason. Not Jason. Jason, congratulations, by the way, on MGC, but Congratulations to Aaron, different guy, mm. on his purchase of like uh, an acre and a half or something to land. Wow, Conroe, he he is one step closer to his barn dominium dream. Barn dominium. barn dominium. He just needs to <laughs> that- sell his house and then he can empty all five of his storage units. That is funny. And mine, he's he's even like talking about making a space so that I can rent storage out of his house.
1: Oh, Ryan's in the chat. He says his one word. It says "horked." Horked. What the heck is that even about? Horked. All right, this is highly irregular, but I am home alone right now, and my dog is barking like a son of a gun. So, uh, get. Let's take a little break. Okay. Never mind. It's all fixed. Somebody was coming in the house. That was the problem. Okay. We're not taking a little break. So, uh, Jason, tell us what you've been up to in the hobby lately.
4: Well, um, just recently I fixed an Omega Race board, and uh, I put it on Facebook, and I said, hey, look, I got it working, and uh, and now I have 15 Omega Race boards I got to fix. Wow. So, <clears throat> so now I'm kind of buried in that, and, and I've been winding uh, vector yoke coils for vector arcade machines um so now i'm kind of buried in that i i I gotta i gotta wind seven tonight that's my goal to wind seven coils tonight so i can ship them you know by monday or so
1: by the way is that eliminator and frontiers up there yeah hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) zz top eliminator and journey frontier those are two of the best albums ever man that's good stuff (laughs) so that's cool so uh um Tell us about the Omega race thing or, you know I mean? These are battery damaged or what are you doing? Jumping traces? Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, I've been making videos, uh, on uh, YouTube and, uh, I, I do one video where I show you how to strip that board down and literally have nothing but clean copper traces. Cause you know, nice. you, you know, as you may know, with battery damage, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to solder onto anything. So you right. gotta strip it down to bare copper.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're using like SOS pads for that or what are you doing?
4: You know, I'm using fine, fine grade sandpaper.
1: Yeah, uh, two thousand grit.
4: Oh well, well I'll, I'll bring it up to like thousand grit, okay. like one thousand. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: It's tricky because you don't want to go nuts, but you know, you still got you still got to get it down to copper. Right, you know?
1: right. And then the solder will stick, and you can jump whatever you oh, want. Yeah. yeah. So that's good advice for anybody that's trying to restore something. You know, if if it's had damage like that, and you have to go invasive, you gotta you gotta use uh Something that'll get you down below that flux, below the all the junk that they, you know, built that thing up with, down to that copper, and then you can solder on whatever you want. You know, we're always trying to give yeah. restoration advice on the show, aren't we? Actually, we're not always trying to do it, but we do, occasionally.
4: <laughs> you know, uh, they even sell this stuff now. It's like a spray, and it's a new solder mask. And, oh. like, so... You sand all that crap off and it looks like crap now, but you can actually spray the solder mask back on and make it look, you know, halfway decent like no one ever messed with it. Nice. Other acid damage, you know.
1: You got to know what you're cool. doing. I'm getting <laughs> a call. What am I getting a call for? Who's calling you? Nobody important. I'm just going to turn that off for the show. You know, that's always fun. Have somebody calling. Hey, Paul oh. Saarinen. Good. Good to have you on. C4 is good too. For what? you going to blow up the machine? am i right what is he
0: talking about i don't know i mean i'm googling it and i only see explosives and the uh it looks like law
1: enforcement c4 is great for like blowing up the entire building
4: unfortunately that's 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 the answer for a lot of these guys fixing omega races
1: (laughs) oh well you know if you've been Uh, 60 in one
4: maybe you know (laughs) they'll play 60 games after that now you know that'd be cool what do you think about these
1: reproduction boards have you bought one of those
4: well, what reproduction boards? There's all kinds. Which ones?
1: Uh, Omega Race.
4: Oh, yeah. No, I, I just I just picked one up. Matter of fact, uh, Brian Armitage,
2: yeah.
4: uh, I, I just uh, fixed two uh, re- re- repro boards for him. And, Sweet. Uh, so anyways, in the process, I got myself in a, a repro. And I'm, I'm actually, this this may sound nerdy, but I'm going to go nuts. Uh, when, I, when I populate mine, I got uh, clear sockets. They sell clear sockets. Oh, are you kidding do. me? Yeah, so I'm gonna put LEDs under all the sockets, and I actually buffed out the the, the two metal pieces that go on the uh, circuit board. I actually, buffed them out to like a mirror finish. And, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is because I'm retarded. That's you know?
1: so funny. You're gonna just like open up the hood, and there's my shiny LED. Could be like a uh, pimped out Omega, Omega,
4: Omega race.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I had an Omega race cocktail. But I sold it. That thing was mint. I shouldn't have sold it, but I did.
0: Ah. Bal- who got it? Is it a local sale or no? Some-
1: no, it was a dude in. um That one went to New York, I think.
0: I should put that on my. I would like an Omega Race cockpit. Did you say cocktail? Oh, yeah.
4: Yes. I'm not a big fan of the cocktails.
0: Yeah, uh, I only like the Atari cocktails because I think they're the superior table. You can raise them up. You can use them as high tops. There's a lot of cool features that a lot of cocktails don't have that.
4: I, I gotta Atari. admit, I gotta admit. Warlords looks cool. Uh, Tempest cocktail, space Duel cocktail. Those are some cool looking cocktails, but it, it it takes the space of like three games. You know right. what I mean? You gotta have a chair on each yeah. side. You gotta have the cocktail itself. Yeah. Well, that's you know,
0: that's why I like the Atari's is because you can raise them, them up, up and stand up and stand up. Right. It's sure. pretty neat because that, that's where me and wife, my wife, split a wine. You know, a bottle of wine over the centipede cocktail right now. Oh, and speaking of, I three pro 20 uh, atari cocktail doors that go on things like warlords and uh, asteroids and all that. Finally got it all done and I'm going to I'm going to give a little bit of a discount because I think that it took too long and they're not exactly what I wanted, but people are going to have them in their machines. It's going to be fun. Stay tuned.
1: That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what about Wait, have we all talked about what we did? Uh <laughs> Did Adam talk about what he did? <laughs> I don't know. Just kind of blank it out because I talked to Adam for like an hour and
1: a half while he was driving back. Yeah, that was a rough drive. I appreciate you giving me a Hey, off.
0: were you alone in the car? I thought somebody was with you.
1: No, Lily, but she was asleep in the back. Oh, Nin- thank 19, God. I don't, like, know? like,
0: oh my God, his his step, the, you know whatever daughter thing was going on. <laughs> I was like,
1: Jesus, did I say anything off color? You know? No, no, you didn't. She was asleep. Okay, good. You sure... No, you didn't at all. No, it was good. Okay, great. Yeah, so what have I been working on? Well, I, I mentioned on the last show that my Road Blasters uh, cockpit went up for sale. That sold to uh, Fizzgig in California. Fizzgig. Cheers. So, um, I'm glad that he got it. He was one of the first to inquire about it. He was also the first person to say, Hey, man, I want this thing definitively, and I want you to ship it to me, and I will pay for the shipping. Everyone else was kinda like, uh, Heming and Han, oh, can you pallet it for me? You know, what, what you know? No, I don't wanna do any of the work. Like if you wanna buy it, come and get it. Uh, you know, five hundred dollars for that thing is a pretty good deal It's a pretty rare cockpit you know, machine. So okay. Cockpit. pit. Pit. <laughs> so you pit know cocks. Cocks and pits. Pits. Yeah. So uh I'm glad that it's gone. Uh, and then I went to this little convention. Uh, I, ironically, Jason and I didn't even meet. Uh, went to MGC last, last weekend, Friday the 13th. Blizzard hit Minnesota, and we escaped it just in time to arrive in Milwaukee to have it hit Milwaukee. So my ride back was real fun. <laughs> but I got a lot of really cool stuff. Um, I got a lot of old Pac-Man stuff. There was a guy there that had picked up someone's pac man collection, so anything you could think of frisbees plushes uh, glassware you know uh lunch boxes t v trays there was a a friggin pac man top uh you push down on the top and it spun around um you know it was it was just everything and I'm not a huge i've never been a huge pac man fan, but ever since I restored that that pac man machine for the mall of America. Um, you know, event that was uh that was uh, I've I've had sort of a rekindled interest in that that stuff from the '80s, and even as terrible as the TV show was, I got a TV show lunchbox, which is hilarious. Um, it is a terrible TV show, by the way. I don't know if you've watched it as an adult, but wow. It I was really- like, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. So I mean. And- you know, Marty Ingalls, come on. Uh, Christine beat the Oregon Trail, so she got to Oregon. That was pretty cool. Mm. She beat it. What she beat it with? Well, she, she made it to yeah. Oregon. That's crazy, oh, you know, she didn't die of dysentery.
5: <laughs>
1: you know, she did have five people in her party, and 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 Lily did die of of um cholera or she something. Ate, she ate the cheese, or yeah. something. But, you know, the other the other people got sick, but they were healed by the magic potions in the game, I guess. Well, there's no magic potions, but they have, uh, you know, medicine and stuff. Anyway, if you've ever played, the, it was on the Apple E. It was pretty cool. Uh, lots of really awesome stuff there. We, we'll be talking a little bit more about that in a little bit. Um, we did play a little bit of, um, Billy Mitchell was there. Walter Day was there. Rick, Richie Knuckles was there. They were, they were uh, walking around doing their thing. Uh, and then Eugene Jarvis was there. Ben Heck was there. Um, yeah, Cosmetrons was there. They're on the show next week, by the way. Cosmetron. Yeah. Wait,
0: immediately next week or like, in two weeks? Im- immediately next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <This> is, <Okay. laughs> it's going to be too much for Mark. <laughs> I show up every
0: time, you see? <laughs> I'm texting Dan. Damn it, Dan. Come on. Where the
1: hell are you? <laughs> but yeah so uh not a whole lot as far as like i put a whole bunch of stuff on the walls i bought a uh that's pretty cool a little game boy case there very nice so um but yeah um i put a whole bunch of stuff on uh the walls in the arcade in my basement arcade so it's starting to look more and more like an applebee's from the (laughs) 90s (laughs) there's stuff on the wall restaurant you know
0: I'll have to see that. I haven't seen your basement in a long time. I I'm still plotting. You have a party on the 12th or the 20th? What is it? 12th, yeah. 12th, okay. Yep. Interesting.
1: Kids are allowed four to eight, and then after that, it's eight to midnight. It's adults, and adults only. If you know what I mean. That's where we. And what, I think we, do you, you do. Take your shoes off or something? What, what yeah. Happens? No, it, it turns into a key party. Oh, the bar opens. <laughs> are you done with your bar re- refurb? No, no. First week of May. It's supposed to go in. Okay. Yeah, I have faith. That's I just close. sent him some more money, so I hope he's working on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be sad if it's not in. It'll be like, well, this is where the bar would be.
0: <laughs> this is our bar hole. <laughs> uh. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I don't really care. Yeah. So we don't have a whole lot of uh, um, you know, news, uh, news but um, maybe we should move on to that section, huh?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, there's one thing in there All that right. I think is worth talking
1: about. Maybe All two. All right, let's check it out.
3: It's the Arcade News with Adam Stevens. Ha!
1: <laughs> <scriptor> so, it's the Arcade News, and the headline for today is, what do you call a bar with vintage arcade games? Whatever you do, Don't call it a barcade. So, um, this came from Pilot Online, uh, sort of a business consumer article that this uh, lovely lady wrote. And I find it funny because, you know, a few years ago... What is that? A few years ago, uh, I had a little trouble with this too, but... So, after the pilot ran a story, and this, this is the pilot online, after they ran a story on a group that wants to open a bar with a vintage arcade game, a Brooklyn, New York based company reached out to the newspaper about its use of the term barcade to describe businesses fusing the two concepts. Though the story explained that the rival businesses can't use the word because it's the brand name of the chain, barcade had style suggestions. You may use natural terminology such as neutral neutral oh sorry neutral you natural uh sorry (laughs) you may use neutral terminology such as game bar or arcade bar to refer to businesses other than our own be it as a description of the other game bars or the overall arcade bar concept the email said rather than a generic version Mm -hmm. of our trademarked brand name Barcade. I think that's just funny because I think last year I reported a little bit on this. Well, not reported, but I, I shared a story where I was actually approached by their legal team and they said, you cannot use the this name. I, I registered uh, valleybarcade.com and one other domain name, and they're like, you can't do that. It's ours, and here's why. So, you know, I got together with a lawyer friend of mine who was, who knows a little bit about IP, and he said, yeah, you, sh- you could fight it. But you'll end up going to New York and they'll win anyway, so uh you'll end up spending a bunch of money to lose. And so I just negotiated with them and um they actually were kind enough to buy the the domain names from me that I had registered and I bought a centipede machine. That's the moral oh, of the wow. story. You know? So that's the moral of the story. Uh yeah, and MGC News, um Jason, let's talk a little bit about MGC Well, um, uh...
4: All right, I don't know. What do you want to hear What do you want to hear? Well, about? first of all, let's. It, was, it ended up being a good
1: show. Brand new it. venue, brand new. Yeah. Wisconsin Center. What did you think?
4: Double the size, double the size. Uh, it was a uh, you know pretty cool. I you know it, you know I haven't been there for several years, and last time it was in a different location, of course, but it was it seemed a lot smaller, and so I'm impressed with the. Size of it now, well, I will know?
1: tell you, I've been going for the last six, seven years. And last year, the Sheraton was busting at the seams. Just incredible. They could not, I mean, they had so many people going through that place. And it was, you know, everybody knew where stuff was because they had been there before. But if you're a newcomer, it was kind of a sprawling mess. Uh, I thought it was a lot more organized this year in many respects. There, um, was,
4: one, there was one thing that I thought would have been, uh, they, they could have done it a little differently. And yeah. This is just my opinion. My opinion, for sure. Um, downstairs, there was all these rooms. There was so much more to the show. Right. I don't know if everyone even seen it.
1: Nope. I think they, they the first day they walked through, telling people go downstairs. There's a whole other level, a whole you know a different level, and nobody uh, yeah, came by through the uh, for the rest of the show to tell anybody. So. You yes, know.
4: there was. I mean, there was. Jeez, Doc Mac was there. He had a whole room loaded with games. Galloping ghosts?
1: Was, you know, Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Well, and what's the other place? Uh, um. Not Starcade. It was um. There's there's another arcade in Illinois. What's it called? Oh. Not Barcade. Oh, oh man. Well, back from, and back. was Let's it Hudson see. Arcade? No, look it Just up. Just guessing now. Uh, arcade, Illinois. I feel bad now. Oh, man. Yeah, I know the guy. Um, uh, he, was in, he was in Tim McVeigh's... Uh, Logan's Hardware. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan's yeah. Hardware, that's what I meant. Oh, that's actually what I meant. Uh, Logan's Hardware, yes, but also it was Star World's arcade, which is, oh. I think, the oldest arcade in Illinois, the, the longest-running arcade in, in Illinois. Galloping Ghost, of course, is the largest. You know. Yes. They claim to be the largest in the world.
0: It's pretty big. Yeah, have you been there? Although, uh, yes, I you know I filmed with John Jacobson last John Jacobson Jingleheimer Schmidt Johnny John, Johnny Jacobson. And um, although, hey, Grinker's is expanding. Did you see? He's adding fifty more games. Like I think one of the two businesses to either side of him went bust. Really? Yes, it's awesome. They they just turned on the first
1: red light bulb in there
0: in that new space. Interesting.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, Grinkfest is amazing. I have to go this year. I have to. Well, it's October 12th
0: through the 15th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, open till 2 a.m. every night. $1 Uh, sandwiches, $1 taps. Well, I think it's half price sandwiches, $1 tabs. I may have misspoke when I said that last. Oh. Um, but, um, let's see. The arcade hangouts crew are, uh, taking care of everything. They just opened, uh, up i guess a thread on Clav about it so you can say that you're going to go there and get yourself a spot they have 30 30 rooms that you can you know ask for a discount on at the is it the hyatt i guess yeah very cool
4: Grinkers, never
0: thought about going there uh
4: jason you know uh a lot of times i'm kind of limited on how far i can travel because 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 i'm a poor man uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I've been wanting to go, I've been hearing all kinds of good stuff, but, um, where, first off, where is it again? Eagle, I, Eagle
0: Idaho. It costs nothing Idaho. to, uh, you know, to actually go to the, the Grinkfest. They don't charge a fee for entry at all. I think you even get a t-shirt for free. Really? Um, and, and again, beers are $1. If you could subside on... Uh, liquor for four, three days. You don't even need to eat, but uh, sandwiches are also half price, and they're delicious.
1: They are. They're they're gourmet sandwiches made by the Grinker staff. Yes, and they are fantastic.
0: Yeah, and usually you can find somebody that you can like, you know, hang out in a room and you know sleep on the floor or split a bed or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, I, I guess physically getting there is a challenge.
1: Yeah, there is that. Yeah, but I'm. It's not you know going to Idaho isn't as big a ticket as like going to California. No, and that Boise airport is nice. It's it's it is very small. It's small. It's very easy. Like literally, you land and you're in um, Eagle in within forty minutes
0: or less. That's like
1: with traffic. Yeah, and I would highly recommend renting a car because you're so close to the airport. So close,
0: or just hitch a ride. There is a. I think, well, I would come and get you, actually, Jason, if you uh, if you go. Yeah. I'd gladly do that. All right. Yeah, we, we would hook you up. That's right. We we pick up all former guests for free. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we one can. One time we... I messed up and didn't pick up 34K when somebody had told me to go get <laughs> them. I, I feel very bad. Sorry, Andrew.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Never again. <laughs> Andrew's great. Uh, met him at Grinkers for the first time. Yeah. Very talented fellow. Very talented and tall. So it's all mentioned tall. Yeah. Very tall. Very tall. So, uh, Jason, what else did you find interesting about the show? Who did you get to, who uh, did you interface with? Tell us some of the highlights.
4: Well, all right. I'm going to tell you a lengthened story from the beginning. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, some of you may not know, but, uh, uh, if you watch my YouTube channel, you might know. Uh, but I invented a modification that allows you to use a 19 inch black and white, you know, asteroid style monitor and hook it up to a Vectrex by where you can have Vectrex with a big, big giant screen. Okay. Well, anyways, um, another guy by the name of Tom dunk, who I ended up finding out, he's a really good guy. He's a good guy. Don't get me wrong here. Uh, but, um, People were telling me on Facebook, they're saying, hey, man, this guy try to is trying to take steal your thunder. They're trying to say, well, he, he, he he's trying to say he invented it and whatever. And I thought, yeah, whatever. I don't care, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, after a while, it started eating at me. And uh, so uh, um, I thought, you know what? If he is, you know, maybe I'll try to steal his thunder. And so, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a color Vectrex arcade machine. And I'm going to put it right next to his thing and be like, yeah, that's right that what's color, you know, but, um, so anyways, I talked to my boss who just happened to to be selling video game console stuff at that show. And I, and I says, Hey, can I, uh, can I please like tag along with you guys? You know? And so we worked that deal. I work at his booth. He basically paid my way, paid my way to the show, paid the hotel and all that. And so, uh, I ended up meeting Tom dunk. He's actually the coolest dude in the world. Um, and, and, and he, he actually improved it. Uh, uh, he made it like a, you know how Vectrex has overlays that goes over the screen. He made like an automated thing. You press a button and the overlay changes. It's pretty badass. You know. Um, so you know. Anyways, I had a day and a half to what's that? But what? I, I had a day and a half to uh, make a color Vectrex, and you know, it was just it was it was a lot of it was just an idea on a piece of paper. Like this will probably work. You know, and so it. So I got some proto board and it just, it's like a hairy mess. It's it's not professional looking at all, but I just want to at least get it, get it going for the show, you know?
1: So I'm a little confused. Okay. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's awesome. Okay. So you met yeah. him at the show.
4: Yes. And yeah. everything
1: was legit. Nobody was mad at each oh, other. No, no,
4: no. He's the coolest dude in the world. I, you know, I, it's just, I just was listening to what some crap other people were saying. Yeah. That's, that's it,
1: trouble, isn't it? You got to watch. Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But that's good. I'm, well, that's a good experience. So what was your, hi- what was the highlight of the show for you? What, what what was the most fun thing for you there?
4: Well, to be honest, most of the time I was stuck working behind the, the booth for the boss. Um, you, you know, I, 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 there's a guy that I respect that, that I met there. Um, well, there's a bunch of guys that respect that I met there, but one of them was Ben Heck. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, He's a great guy. I, I like the YouTube channel. I mean, he seems like a good guy, but this, you know, to be honest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bash Ben Heck a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on,
5: let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it.
4: No. Um, you know, there's been three different three different occasions that I've met Ben Heck in person, and each time he came, kind of gave me the cold shoulder, and he was kind of, and, and I wasn't trying to, you know, bother him or ruin his day or nothing. I'm just saying, hey, what's going on? I love your channel. See you later, kind of thing. And it was, and he just kind of. I know, it was a dick, i'm just I'm just saying it, you know, uh, he, you know maybe I, maybe I misread him three different times in a row. I don't know. Maybe I did something that like like right now that might piss him off. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guarantee he does not listen to this show. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's alone in his bathroom right now
5: <laughs>
0: Why is he gonna be in the bathroom? To the, according to the webcam, I don't
1: know. Some <laughs> the, the show's getting weird. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Sorry. So uh yeah, that 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 it, it was an awesome show. I I ran into Ben Heck too, and the funny thing is, is I had to chase him down because we asked him to be on the show last year when I met him, and he said, yeah, that'd be great. And then I called him up, and he couldn't ra- remember who I was, and so I kind of freaked him out a little bit, and he's like, how did you get my number? I'm like, dude, we we had a drink together, and you gave me your number. <laughs> You know, <laughs> But but I had to go to apologize to him. Like, I didn't mean to freak you out or anything. It's Adam from Arcade Radio, you know. Check us out sometime. We'd love to have you on the show. And he reaffirmed that he'd love to do the show. So I think we'll call him up in about 10 months when he's forgotten and do this whole thing over again. <laughs> that will be fun, wouldn't it? So, yeah, ah, great. I loved it. MDC. Really quickly, uh, also at the very end, Billy Mitchell, you know, we did this, uh, we played his... Um, his official statement from MGC. Um, Mark, what did you think of that? It sounded very uh, sort of, he worked through what he needed to
0: say. And um, it was interesting saying that the, the new regime, you know, at uh, Twin Galaxies, you know, versus the original regime. And then I don't believe this part about reaching back 34 years because they... I guess by canceling all the high scores that sort of does reach back, but technically they're only talking about a couple of, of entries and they're very specific about what caused the expulsion. And so I think his, you know, speech sort of skirts around that, but you know, that's to be expected. I heard that everybody was like treating him like everything was normal and it was great. He was being nice and taking pictures and it was great. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. I I mean I don't know about you, Jason, but I, I shook I shook hands with him. I mean, he, he, mm-hmm. he, it,
4: he... he he he's a friend of mine. I mean you know I talked to him and you know it's uh, you you know it's hard to I don't want I don't want it to be true, but you know like like I was saying earlier, it's just you know it's just the way it is. You I mean know, I, I I I believe that he you know his tapes are main. Or something, you know, they're not case.
1: The evidence is pretty damning, and you know the the problem is is, uh, you know, I, I I wish if it were true. So either he believes it's not true, and that's he's going to stand by it, or he knows it's true, and he's lying about it. But I, you know, I, I get so tired of this. I just I just wish that people like would own up. Like if you if you right if you frickin cheated. You know, embrace the st- scores that you yes. did, did not cheat at, right? So you got 988,000. You were the first person to score that high on any freaking video game. And then you get a 256 screen perfect Pac-Man score. And now you're going to taint it with a couple of main, uh, you know, I don't know. It's so frustrating. And I love the guy. I think he's larger than life. I think, uh, you know, it, it, but I also at the same time, I'm frustrated. You know, it's like, God dang it, dude. Uh, just, I mean, just own up to it, you know.
0: Right. I mean, right now we're in the middle of the eight words that you should never say. I did not have relations with that <laughs> woman. <laughs> he should say he should get his culpa speech together. Right. And,
1: you know, everybody
0: has forgiven Bill Read Clinton. Read my much lips. Not, you know,
1: no new taxes.
0: You know, that was that was the first Bush.
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys, confused. That was a mistake on his part. I think he said K-N-O-W, New Taxes. I mean, sure. But, you know, anyway, the, the whole thing is is that uh, people just need, and I was talking to uh, several people about this. It doesn't change the fact that Billy Mitchell uh, basically, you know, I mean, he's larger than life and all that, but he he, he set, he's historically, he has set records. And he is... An, Excellent video game player. I watched him play at MGC Miss Pac-Man. It's unbelievable. You know, I I sit there, you know, and, and he's like twenty minutes. He's already beaten my score that took me longer than anybody to in my family to get. I get like one hundred seventy-three thousand in Miss Pac-Man. I think I'm doing pretty good. And then Billy Mitchell rolls up to a game, and he's like not even off one guy, and he's he's one gal, and he's he's already killing my score. The guy is freaking brilliant at video games. You know, uh there's no disputing it. So yeah, a little disheartening. What, what I did enjoy was, uh, you know, seeing Richie Knuckles and, and Walter day. They're so warm and so, so, uh, interested in meeting up with everybody at all these things. Uh, Walter in particular is just the sweetest guy, you know, and he remembers you, you know, when you meet Walter, he does, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's all about relationships and, uh, I think that it it really he he embraces the entire arcade culture in a in a way that nobody else has on this planet. So it's just fun to interface with him. I think. Um, I wish I wish that I had gotten to see uh, Eugene Jarvis. I was doing a lot of networking and talking to people. So I, you know I did a lot of shaking babies and you know kissing hands. <laughs> but what do you do? That's that's a Danism, I think, but. Dan's not here. Let's not mention him until yeah, he comes back. I know that jerk.
0: Where are you, Dan? I'm gonna text him again.
1: So anyway, I you know I, I don't want to. S- we might have another episode on this at some point, but I I think it's been beaten to death. What I'd like to see is, you know, there's a lot more things in the community that we can focus on other than you know who did what in a score. Um, I've always said that there's a, a clear dichotomy and a symbiosis with the guys that actually restore these machines and the guys that c- can continually score high on these machines. I think that we feed off each other and we, you know, Jason, you're fixing Omega Race boards, you're you're building out these, you know, Vectrix arcade games, you're doing things for the community that are interesting, uh, you enjoy that part of it, um, maybe you're like me and you're not the best player, but you love what you do, you love getting them to play the way they're supposed to play, and hopefully we'll get a good score down the line. Then there's the Billy Mitchells, there's the Todd Rogers, there's the Steve Weebies, there's you know, all these guys that can set these incredibly high scores, and they, they're in a different world, the same world, but a little bit, it's a little bit different. So I think we feed off each other. And what I would like to see us do is focus on, on the, on the positive things like, dude, what are you, you're resurrecting a mega race boards. That's like, you're going to make 300 uh, pop easy, maybe 400 easy, you know? Those boards are not easy to come by. And there's everybody's looking for one. And nobody wants to build their own board out. So people like you are just incredibly important to the hobby. So anyway, that's yeah, what yeah, I kind of... You know, go ahead.
4: Right now, uh, I'm working with a guy. His name is Fred Konopaska. And, um, okay, uh, are you guys familiar with cinematronic uh, Vector arcade machines?
5: Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, well, Fred is designing this board right here. It's a blank board right now. This is a prototype, and what this does is, uh, I already built one out, and it doesn't work. So I got to figure out the bugs. Then, then, then Fred's gonna make a new one. But what this is gonna do is, this is going to allow you to uh, use an Atari monitor. So you know, so so in other words, you can get a monitor from an Asteroids or something like that, which is common, easy to come by, you know, sort of, and stick it in a Cinematronics game, and, (laughs) you know, this, uh, you know. I think this is a huge, huge ordeal. And I don't even, I don't even think Fred realizes what a big deal this is. Uh, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep a lot of these cinematronics games alive.
1: Mark, don't you have a cinematronics
0: vector game? I have a Star Castle. And I haven't tried to troubleshoot it yet. It's still in the storage. I would love to have a Star Castle. But I can tell you one Sam! thing. There are Hi, asteroids
1: coming out of my butt out here.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You have asteroids that come out of your butt. We got, you should well, be, pretty much. You might want to see a doctor about that. Not directly. Your cute wife just came in and refreshed your drink. She did. That was Sam.
0: <laughs> we, I texted her. I'm like, you know, wine me. And, and she replied, wham. I love I'm that like,
1: it's Friday. I love that it's Friday. And it's 420. Is anybody enjoying 420 right now? It's 420.
0: <laughs> Not what well, she is. Are you enjoying 420? <laughs> what, what,
1: foods do I want? what What foods do I want? Anything grilled. <laughs> I will take a whole chicken, and please stuff it. Two whole chickens. (laughs) Two.
0: That's total entertainment. Three whole chickens. I forget. (laughs) Blues Brothers, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Oh my gosh! Well, I think it's time to move on to the next segment. I want to.
2: Back in '82. I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back back to the the cave cave. with with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull?
0: Hey, jump into that time machine with us. We're going back to April 20th, 1983. 35 years.
1: 35 years ago. 35 years ago. Back in 83, there
0: was a (laughs) mass burial of unsold Atari video game cartridges, consoles, and computers in a New Mexico landfill. And if you jump ahead to April 2014, Fuel Industries, Microsoft, and a few others worked with the Mexican government, excavated the site to validate the contents of the landfill as part of a documentary called Atari Game Over. That excavation revealed discarded games and hardware, which were promptly sold to by the city to the highest bidder. That was three years ago, pretty much
1: this week. Ernie Klein made an appearance in that movie. In
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That's before people knew who the hell Ernie Klein was.
1: Hey, well, Unless he you had read, guys, uh, unless you had read Ready Player that. One, right? Go ahead, go ahead. If,
0: haven't seen, if nobody's seen Ready Player One, go see it right now. Make sure you <laughs> see it twice. I saw it twice. Oh yeah. you know, we need a sequel to Ready Player One. That would be so Are really you cool. serious? That'd be great, man. Come on. At the very end, I think that they were sort of leading on where they asked uh holiday you know what are you you know i mean did you die and he says yes but he says it kind of a weird way and i'm like oh sequel door being open what what's your review of that movie jason
4: i didn't see it yet <gasps> oh i know mark about <laughs> fell over
5: there good. it
0: hasn't gone bad yet <laughs> my god Everybody thinks, oh, Mark, you love it because
1: there's a DeLorean in it. And I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, I think that might be the main reason you love no, it. They no, they
0: don't even talk about the DeLorean. They did you read weren't... the book, Mark? Yes, I've read it twice, and i listened to the uh, Will Wheaton audiobook at least one time, almost, maybe
1: 90%. I would just say I enjoyed the film. I'm not going to it again. Sorry.
4: I did watch Back to the Future earlier today. No, Okay. Oh, Win. Oh, yeah. Win.
1: I think that's winning. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's
0: good. I mean, I guess I'm going to give you a point for that one. But you're going to get reset to zero when we get to our third segment. The second segment is uh, what was going on at the box office on April 20th, 1983. I'll tell you. Box Chuck Norris's Lone Wolf McQuaid was the number one film. Are you familiar with this? Let me tell you about it. That's a rhetorical question. In the film, J.J. McQuaid, he's a former Marine and a Texas Ranger. Shock. It's, you know, is, maybe is this the basis for the series? I don't know. Walker, Texas Ranger. Remember that? Did you ever watch that? Did yeah. you like that? Saw like yeah. four episodes. Okay, fine. Um, of course, uh, this guy, he prefers to work alone and he lives in an old run-down house in the middle of nowhere What The a hell wolf. you say? The hell I say. A pet wolf. Not just some wild wolf that is like, Annoying him, that's right. Um, that's that's and my that's, wolf. Um, we're not even going to talk about whatever the you know supposed story is. We're just going to move on to what was the best thing on TV. That what was night. in
1: TV? What was going on in
0: television? So the very <laughs> well, let me tell you the the not very often seen Zorro and Son. Oh my god! Is, yes, an American television western. No in way, 1983, no less, based on the character Zorro that aired on CBS, created by walt disney television it starred henry darrow the famous henry darrow as zorro and then it's funny i'm reading this don diego that's zorro's real name and i'm like nobody knows what zorro's real name is and nobody cares uh and paul regina oh my gosh that is a stage name just waiting to happen as his son zorro jr uh so tonight's episode was called a fistful of pesos how original And apparently uh, it centered around the bad guy, Pico. Pico, Pico? Uh, Are you going to relate this
1: back to arcades?
0: He frames Zorro by dressing up as him and robbing stores, hoping to turn people against him. It didn't work, just like with Billy Mitchell. Boom!
1: Was there ever a Zorro arcade game?
0: God, I hope not, because what are you going to do, just make a Z all the time in the game? Come on.
1: I think there was, actually. I'm going to look it up right really? now. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. I think there was a Zorro arcade game. The chat is lightning, lighting up. Randall's
0: yep. saying, yes, there's a game called Zorro. And I'm like, was he in the Three Stooges game somewhere? Oh, people say it's
1: a Commodore 64 game. That's terrible. Yeah. You guys, All right, you guys, get ready to refresh because we're... Oh, my gosh. We're starting our... Wait Our a minute. Segment, I hope you have that music They're, ready. Destiny me. of Zoro, Shadow of Zoro, and Zoro.
0: Oh my God. They made three games Moby Did Games, play
1: it? Commodore 64, made by US Gold, one of the worst uh, game producers ever. Yeah, they were terrible. They made some crappy games. There's a whole bunch of films. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: they actually used the same theme song from the 1957 television series Zorro in this 1983 version of the show. Yeah, I and, will, I will they, say... I think it had five episodes and it got canceled.
1: I will, hey, uh, I will say that I, I did like the Antonio Banderas Zorro. I did too. Didn't they make like two of those? They did. I loved the first one immensely. I think the second one was okay too, but the first one was unbelievably good. So watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's fantastic. at a... Zorro, Zorro, oh. yeah.
0: People pass uh, Texas accent again. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, are we ready for the next segment? What's in the juke?
0: Hello, and welcome to What's in the Juke. Be- <laughs> I like how you cut yourself off. That's a beautiful, though.
1: Well, I had to. I need to shorten that clip.
0: Hello, and welcome to What's in the Juke. Hello, and welcome to What's in the Juke.
1: <laughs> okay. Jason, this <laughs> is the best part of the show. After well, this, next to the interview. I next mean, to the interview. On, let's, let's be yeah, real here. Yeah, right? let's be real. We so we
0: pick ten songs at random. We're gonna play a teeny tiny little part of it, and then the people who are listening in the live stream are gonna to try to guess it. Yeah.
1: So everybody, I'm gonna give you you know ten seconds to refresh, which means we have to really give them like twenty five seconds, right? So everybody, refresh your browsers. Let's make sure this is legit. Oh, what was that? Did you drop a basketball? <laughs> I don't have your stream. We're up, getting, so we're getting ready. We're getting ready. Oh, I'm almost out of a cocktail. I did not have to work on that. Right. It is Friday, What's right? On? I can have another one.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Ah, da, 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 da. Oh, my gosh. Oh, not fair. Not fair. Is that roasted corn? Oh, my God. Everything is roasted. We're going We're
0: going natural.
1: Oh, my gosh. That woman she of even, yours.
0: Yeah, she even roasted cantaloupe? <sighs> with honey and what cayenne Cayenne. all right honey and cayenne yeah i'll have to wait till the interview before i start digging into this thanks hon
1: oh oh love oh it's so good that we can see it you know now that we're on you know camera it just makes everything such so more intimate or gross (laughs) (laughs) okay ready for the first clip everybody all right here we go i don't see randall in there i see Ryan. And Ryan was at MGC. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is Friday, and it is hard for people. And Casey's not here. I think he's out of town. So everybody, Casey's gone. This is your chance Disney. to win. He's
0: he's probably listening to us while waiting in a line. Maybe. I bet he is.
1: He's probably like, hey, here we go. All right, here we go. All right. Mm-hmm. So that isn't a very good clip. Should I jump to the middle? Okay, okay. here we go. Oh, that's terrible. Well, that's a good one. Okay, maybe one more little clip. That's it. No more.
0: That's pretty good. Now getting the uh,
1: the actual band that sang that. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy crap! Ryan Golden it. Earring, Twilight Zone first hit. Oh, and you know what? I was supposed to download this the the uh, clips from um, Karate Champ so we could do full point, half point, full oh, point, half point. So okay, you well, have to. Gonna do it. Yeah. So here he goes. Full point. <laughs> That's my impressionation of the karate. So chat. real. Okay. This one. This one's going to be too easy. Here we go. <laughs> 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 and the chatters are. Some kind of, no that is. <laughs> is that like an Arabian song or something? I think or? it might be. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah. We might play that. Game. Oh, Eric got it. MJ beat it, yeah. British got it, so it's a half point for um, RC Cola. Eric. Who's RC Cola seven seven seven?
0: Eric Stixon. He's a Houstonian and an awesome collector.
1: Well, RC Cola, welcome to the chat. It's good to have you on board. Yeah. yeah on a Friday, in no less. Thank you guys for joining in, Dave from Buffalo. Yeah, uh, that guy is he's a he. You know, he has think... a podcast. We're gonna like yank him onto the show. Trust me. We would definitely need him on the show. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to play a little more of that song. <laughs> All right, and here we go. So the next one is. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even fair. that is. No. It is not even fair. Like, okay, that was like, really? <laughs>
3: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Eric got
1: it. Mr. Roboto, Dave. Oh, yeah. Ryan got it. No, yeah, Mr. Robot. Mm, oh, he put the O on the end. <laughs> yes, he got it. <laughs> R- Ryan is ahead of the game right now. Oh, RC Cola, dude. He did, see? Wow. I accidentally played like a second of the next song and he got it. You should get two points for that.
5: How did he do that?
1: I don't know. I just played like literally a second of the next song.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and play it.
1: That's hilarious. You guys didn't even get to the freaking guitar riff and he's like, got it. I'm Somebody like, seriously. <laughs> I'm continually amazed. And you know I am amazed, but I I feel like I would be able to compete as well. We should at some point we need to bring someone on the show and have him like go against us, right?
0: We can be on Eric's show and make him do this to us.
1: I think uh I'm going to run some merchandise. Uh, I'm going to do some swag and then we're going to we're going to um we're going to have a contest and whoever beats like uh the guest gets a, a t-shirt, you know, something like that. Wouldn't that be cool? What do you think, Jace? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh, oh. Next track. Oh, my God. It's these, the, the intros are so, I mean, seriously. Iconic. They yeah. are. Like, I think there's there's a lesson in that where, you know, boom, it's an 80s song, and it's so, uh, yeah, Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come on, Eileen, uh, Ryan got it all in one sentence. And RC Cola right behind him, right? Wow, you guys are quick. Got to tell you. Tie. Okay, here we go. I can't believe Randall's not on. He did he get banned from watching our show? Her no. Here. here we go. That is a great intro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that could be two songs, actually. Yeah, I could see that. Jeopardy. Yes. Yeah, we got we got Jeopardy. That's the first half. Arhar. <laughs> nope, not the band Harhar. It is the Greg Kinn band. That's a half point for RC Cole and a half yep. point for Ryan.
0: Yep, three to three.
1: All right, here we go. <laughs> Seriously. So good. I don't even know what to say. Jason, are you picking up all these that were laying down? The last two I didn't. Nice work, RC Cola. I think they're neck and neck now. Aren't they tied?
0: They Well, right now, Eric is ahead.
1: He is by like what, half point?
0: One point, one point. One whole point.
1: All right, here's the next one. That's oh, cool. that's... I love that song. It's probably my favorite song by this band.
0: I like the version that they did on Scrubs, or the singer did.
1: Oh, the acoustic one. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Minute work. Yes, minute work is true. Oh shoot, we forgot. I'm gonna go over all these songs at the end because, in the last show, I I remembered that we were like, yes, they got it, and then we don't say what the name of the song is. So oh, okay. when you're listening to the show, it sucks because like the listeners like, well, well, give us a little release here. Tell us what's going on. Can't get song. Well, Play a little more. All right, here we go. Takes a long time. Oh yeah, he's got the lyrics. Overkill, Ryan. So it's a split point, half and half. Okay. Overkill
0: by minute.
1: Yep.
5: I can get to sleep. I think about the implications.
1: Yep, it's fantastic. Here we go. Oh, man. Where do I stop this? Could be a horror movie.
5: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, right about
1: there. Yeah, yeah. Duran Duran Rio, bam. And Dave, Dave from Buffalo says, oh, yeah, Overkill version uh, on Scrubs was awesome. I totally agree. Yeah, I have that. I have the, um, I, he's recorded it uh, acoustic a couple times. It's fantastic. And the number one song for this week, everybody, listen up.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what's that?
1: I think
0: that was the easiest one yet. <laughs> That's why I saved
5: it. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Eric
0: Stixon got it. He's uh, the winner. Five point five points with Ryan just. Right behind with 4.5 Ryan Ryan was... did
1: not win. Oh, he's going to be mad. Separate ways, world apart. Worlds apart. Worlds apart, yeah.
0: Worst music video ever, apparently. I, and
1: the attract music for the Journey arcade game. Yes, one day I will own a Journey. Wait a minute. How's your Journey? Oh, it, it's great. There's nothing in it. I, I still haven't got the art package. I got ways to go, buddy. I got to find a Journey board.
4: Is it in I your have, house? I have a beautiful Journey. Uh, you guys can't have it. Yeah. Uh, no, um, what do you call it? Um, there's a couple different people making the art. Uh, Who are you getting the art from? Rich. Just curious. Rich, yep. I,
1: I suggest you go that route, yeah. I got a I got a full package. It was a good deal. And I've had, you know, he's done a lot of my artwork. Um, Well, he's done a lot of everybody's artwork, but like my APB, he did all that stuff. It looks fantastic. And it's all solvent, you know? And there are very few people on this planet, that can produce solvent the way he does, without it looking like solvent. Because I, I think, if you look at my APB, you wouldn't know it wasn't silk screened. You know. So, but I do have silk, some silk screen stuff from him. I do have, you know, a ton of Phoenix artwork. Uh, Phoenix does such a fantastic job. Both those guys. Oh are, yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah. I think Phoenix, in my opinion, mm-hmm. does the best Atari silk screening.
1: Yeah. Well, and he well he does it all from the Atari films. The color matches. The it's original. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I will say that the Warlords uh, glass is a little bit different color than the original, but it looks fantastic. Yeah. So my Warlords, nah. I haven't changed out my Warlords glass because it, it, it's, it's good, you know, but I do have the Phoenix glass. So...
4: Yeah. You have your Warlords cocktail? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, badass.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's one of my pride and joys. I got a good deal on that. That's one of the few deals that I made that was actually, you know, a good deal.
4: Okay, well, well, if I'm hearing words like Warlords, I'm just curious. I don't want to interrupt you. Um, I'm curious. How many games do you do? both of you guys have? Oh.
1: Uh, because
4: because Mark... if you have Warlords cocktail, that means you're a serious collector now. Yeah. I'm
1: just curious. Yeah. I'm not messing around. <laughs> we don't just do this for our health. Right. <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, Mark, why did you start? I have 60 games. I'm probably sure five or
0: six. Five to six of those are just PCBs, like some dupes. So but at my house right now there are thirty-three arcade games in the house and twenty or so in storage. Wow. But I also collect movie cars, which is like even harder because they're so big and you have to pay
4: insurance
0: and all this stuff. So
4: I was wondering when you said you had a DeLorean in the garage. Yeah. I was wow.
1: Rico? Yeah, Mark. Mark is a special guy. He's got a Uncle Rico's van, like from the Napoleon. Like it's the one that was used in Napoleon Dynamite. Wow. He he yeah, has... we actually
0: ran. We drove it through the Houston Art Car Parade, and we all dressed up as Uncle Rico. We had like blue shirts, <laughs> and the little blue thing. Yeah, I awesome. dragged like a, a wrestler behind me, you know, on a string. Now I want to do that all the
1: time because <laughs> people are like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Why, you, well, why, like, why are you some people are dragging a wrestler behind your
0: car re- Well, some people got it, and some people were like, "Why are you harming that action figure? It never did anything to you." And I'm like, <laughs> we don't like it.
1: Did you find like a, one that looks just like the one in the movie?
0: Yeah, I mean, just a similar sized one, you know, it didn't have a lot of articulation and stuff. It so it wasn't like a long he-man long. doll that you ruined. No, no, yeah. it was definitely a wrestler. And what's funny is that Aaron Arcadiology actually knew like, oh, that's that's so and so and so and so, you know, and I'm like, well, okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, are, are there any uh, are there any voicemails?
1: I I think we do. Let's check it out. Right.
3: Hey, happy Friday, Arkin Radio Siders. It's your buddy Bob Zarzadek, control panel expert and technician. I'm on foot right now in a blizzard. I'm trekking my way back uh, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I think I'm in what the locals call the woods. Uh, there's trees everywhere and stuff. Uh, I'm starting to think that I should start finding my way back to what I call the road. <laughs> Everything here is the woods, you know. It's all white. It matches my... and stuff. You, do you hear that? I hear like a dog or something. What is that? This it, supposed to be my lucky day. It Sounds like a, a pack of little chihuahuas around here. Yeah, I love miniature animals. It's lucky thing I got this uh, double pack beef beef jerky strapped to my behind. Uh, now, where was I? He yeah, does like
4: a beef stick. You, uh,
3: tell me all about it, Adam. Like, spill your guts. Uh, uh, tell me how cool Billy Mitchell was. You know, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you you know were mama there. there that, that mama chihuahua doesn't look happy to see me. Uh, I'm out of here. Sorry to deck
1: That's funny because, you know, if, if he's coming back for MGC, what was he doing? Did he miss Billy? I mean, Billy was as cool as ever, right? I mean, he's just as cool as a cucumber. Uh, actually, Billy was very standoffish, the way he always is. In public. I think if you meet him offline, he's a much different person. I think his persona in public has always been different. So I um, I believe that I met the Billy in public that I always have. Uh, and I, I met the Walter and the Richie that I've always met in public. So uh, other than that, I can't really comment. I think uh, they're good guys. And, you know, uh, in general, I think no, nobody's trying, you know, they're not trying to be like serial killers or anything. And they're they're generally you know holding up the arcade community and and happy to be a part of it so um yeah they were they were um you know they were everything that you would expect them to be um uh, bob so bob hopefully you made it home safe because i had a six and a half hour um white knuckle drive home from milwaukee uh with terrible weather so i uh, i feel for you and i hope you made it home safely you know you know that guy has been all over the place he he, he lives Behind Jason, he lives behind a Walmart, uh, Bob Zerzadek, um, in, in some storage containers, and uh, he is a control panel expert. So if you ever need any help on a control panel, reach out to Bob. Look at his channel, too. He he likes to figure out um, what beverages taste good with a beef stick. So oh, <laughs> oh, God. That's very good to know. Yeah, he's a good guy. So, you know, um, I think that brings us up to the guest on the show, so... had to have a little bit of vector fanfare for you there. So (laughs) welcome to (laughs) the show, Jason Kopp. How you doing?
4: All right. All right. How are you guys doing?
1: Great. I think the first question we ask of all of our guests is for you to tell us your arcade origin story. So what, when you were a kid, what in, when you were a kid, yeah, go ahead.
4: When, okay. First off, I've been collecting arcade machines for about 16 years now. Mm -hmm. And Before that, I used to collect old computers, you know, computers from the 80s and late 70s. And I would design simple, simple computers like clones and like make the circuit boards on perf boards and and do things like that. And I had a garage sale and I had chips all over this table, you know, and no one was biting at this garage sale. Nobody wanted my crap. You know, it was was just, you know, (laughs) I had like processors and RAM and stuff laying out. And some guy came up, and he's like, oh, man, I need this, I need this, I need this. And so I'm talking to him, and I said, okay, so, so you you uh, you uh, work on old computers? And he says, no, I, I work on, uh, I fix arcade machines. And so he took me to this warehouse, and we got to talking, and he had, he had like 300 arcade machines in his warehouse. And at that point, I didn't get it. I, did, I, did, I didn't understand it. And, and I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. But what's the circuit board look like? Yeah, check out that circuit board. That's all I cared about. And, and then after a while, I just kind of got the bug. And I'm like, my, my first machine was a, was a centipede cocktail, which I specifically bought because I was fixing circuit boards for this guy. And I thought, oh, perfect test bench. Yeah, I can look at the monitor right here is the small area for the circuit board. But um, after that, I mean, now I'm up to uh, 180 machines. And I have about 75 in the house. What did you say? I have 180 machines and 75 presently
1: in my house. In the house? In the house. Well, and how well, many do you
0: have, Adam? I have 32. I don't recall you saying how many are in your house.
4: That is a ton of machines. How do you get yeah. them
1: all in there? And you don't have uh, any cocktails.
4: Well, when I bought this house, see, uh, um, this, I, I, this is my new house, new to me house that I've had for two years. And... But that was a major factor major because because arcade machines is like it's like part of my life It's a huge ordeal for me, and I had to make sure I could find the biggest
1: you know um, So that's 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 awesome. So uh, back to the arcade origin story. When was it when was the earliest exp- arcade experience? You can remember as a kid.
4: Oh, man. I remember Being about you know, it's funny um, when I was like five years old Um. It seemed like no one cared. You could be five years old. You can go across the city and, you know, and ride your bike, or every, you know, no one really bothered. There wasn't like you know, people getting, in, people calling children services because you you know, you weren't watching your kid. But I remember being like five years old and riding my bike. It had to have been a good mile away <laughs> to this <laughs> one arcade.
1: <laughs> that is hilarious.
4: You know. Just, you know, just going in there and, and, you know, I was a little kid. There's all the big kids everywhere. And it just seemed like, you know, it was kind of intimidating, but I wanted to be there because of that. So there's a yeah. very
1: interesting thing. Um, Catherine Despera was on not too long ago, and she talked about how arcades weren't necessarily the most savory places for kids to hang out. So what was your impression as a younger kid, seeing these older kids? Did you see, like, any drug deals going on? Did you? Oh,
4: no, but I did uh, have my money, my money stolen, and I had a little bag time. No, are you
1: kidding me? One time.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: What a bunch of freaking jerks. What's that? What a bunch of jerks. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. How much money did you have on you? Five bucks? Oh
4: man, yeah, not even that probably. Man, but it it, it was it it could have been a hundred bucks to me at that time, you know. No kidding.
1: (laughs) We talk about that frequently on the show. It's like, okay, yeah, you're uh, you know, you're a kid, and your parents, you go to Chuck E. Cheese or Aladdin's Castle or whatever. They give you a stipend, right? And that stipend is exactly like, you know, five dollars. You have twenty five tokens for the entire night, and you spent a lot of time. Figuring out where you're going to oh, spend yeah. that. And sometimes Absolutely. sometimes we'd only get like a buck, you know. You got pizza and a buck's worth of tokens. And then I'm thinking, good... what game can I play the longest before right. that money's gone? I used to watch oh, yeah. people play games all the time because I, I sucked to them. So I would watch like the Pac-Man players and the Miss Pac-Man players and the, the guys that could have the, the, the long games and they would get bored. And they're like, hey, you want to take over? I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do it, you know. Oh, somebody
0: War games do like Galaga War games do. Yeah, yeah. David Lightman's like playing Galaga, and then some kid gets to take over. You exactly. were
1: that kid. Exactly. I was that kid. He's like, do you <laughs> want to take over? A- oh, it happened to me a <laughs> few times. A few times. But I, I didn't know at the time, you know, War Games was way before. It was, you know, 82. When, the, when did that come out? 82? So, yeah. Probably around the same time. Yeah. So it must have been a reflection of the times. So that's cool. so uh, you were you were a young kid. What were you what are your core what are your golden age games? and what are the games that you remember? Well,
4: i am I am uh, younger than you guys. See, I was born in eighty mm-hmm. three. Um, but I do remember going to going to the arcade around the time when all the street fighters and you know that stuff was was big and popular. And always in the back of the arcade, there was like the junk games. They had all the good stuff up front, and then all the garbage games at that time would have been. Pole position and things like that pole position was my absolute favorite <laughs> game back then <laughs> but uh you know so i i have to say at that time my most favorite game would have been pole position but right on right on later on later on it changed when the simpsons i remember there was a convenience store down <laughs> street <laughs> the and, street and, and the, the simpsons, simpsons came and oh well, yeah well at that age uh, you, you know yeah I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons. Well, well oh. my, my parents are Christian and, uh, and Simpsons rubbed them wrong. And even That's if, I mean, funny. and they, they had rules like that, even until I was like 18 years old. Oh, you, you don't want to do that. And so <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was, it was, you know, the, the bad thing to do for me to play the Simpsons. And uh, now, now that I own a Simpsons, I realized that the game was really short and it kind of sucks. It's one of those games that, you know, you put, you Depending how how many quarters you have is how long you could play. Right, and I think that that aspect kind of ruined it. But you know,
0: yeah, I think with that those kind of games, and then that sort of you know returns it to the the theory that hey, I only have one quarter, so I can only make this game last just so long.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I you know that's that's interesting because you are you know ten years behind, so your games are going to be slightly different. What, I'm going to ask you about if some of the later '80s games. What did you think of? Um, <clears throat> games like uh, APB.
4: Uh, I'm not into that. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be honest, the only games I collect are early '80s. Really. Uh, and, and I only have one game that's not early '80s, and that's The Simpsons, it's just because that's one that that's the one game that kind of hit me. Well, it's good. four
1: player, right? It's four player game. So that's, that's of... Yeah. And yeah. and you know, it's that's sort of you got to have like something like that in your collection to have everybody involved. I think anyway. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's Almost. interesting. I, I'm also, technically, I'm on the edge of the, the, the golden age as well, and Mark probably to a degree as well. I mean, we were young. We were really young. So like when when Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man and Galaga and Dig Dug and all those games were out, we were, we were I get, maybe maybe Mark, you and I were the prime age, you know, 10, 12 years old, right? So Yeah, I mean, totally ready. Oh, I heard myself echo. <laughs> so Frog, right. Frogger was one of the first games that I watched somebody play and I thought wow that's crazy and I, you know I remember in, in 83 sitting in the cockpit of Star Wars you know and um, I was 11 uh, and I'm I'm just like I am Luke Skywalker in this game it's freaking awesome you know I was like blown away so uh, to, for you to have that experience <laughs> with those I'm younger yeah. I'm go ahead. I'm sorry. No, well, I was well, just well, gonna ten, say, like ten years well, you're ten years younger. So like you missed that. You missed a lot of that. So if for, for you to find those games, that's pretty rare. It's for someone your age. Like usually guys your age are looking for Mortal Kombat right now and Street Fighter and you know and, and uh Altered Beast and maybe you know that's that's Rampage World some, Tour. Rampage World Tour. There you go. So for you to be which I heard the movie uh what was it, Rampage? Did it just come out? It did. Yeah, how
4: is that? Is that good? I,
1: it has got tanked. It's like rotten to the core.
4: Hey, oh. It was number
0: one. I did see the movie. Um, I would say it's a good popcorn flick, but it's a really, it's literally a one-time see. You will forget what happened like, within <laughs> two weeks. But I mean, I had fun and it was kind of interesting seeing like, oh, are these things going to finally like, you know, make buildings collapse and stuff like that. But I mean, that third act where that stuff happens took forever to get to. Right. Yeah, so I rot-
1: think it's absolutely
4: amazing. <coughs> Rotten Tomatoes
1: how- has it uh, splatted by the critics, and 81% of the audience liked it, though. So what do you do?
4: I think it's amazing just to see how so many movies now are arcade-related. Yeah. you know, know. I, I, It's kind of like one of those, you know, I guess it, things recycle, I guess, as time goes by, but it's amazing how yep. it seems like arcade
1: stuff is coming back, even in the movies. True that. Very much so. All right. So, uh, my next question. So, um, you became hooked on arcade games as a very young kid, and there was an allure there. It's sort of the same mystical allure that we've all had, and you kind of hear that repeated story. So, um, yeah. So, what led you to start collecting games?
4: Well, at, at first, I was just obsessed with the hardware. Yeah. Um, I, well, like I, like I said before, I, I, at one time I had over 200 uh, uh, computers, old vintage computers. And and I guess it kind of switched. You know, I got rid of the computers and I just kind of switched over to arcade stuff. Because basically the arcade stuff is a computer. It's just it's, it's worth more in the end to me. I have a white screen. Are you guys still there? Testing one, two, three. Yeah, we're here. I had to eat okay. corn. Oh, good, the
0: corn. I see. 200 computers. Now, how many of those were duplicates?
4: Oh, several. Uh, but, you know, I, I had games like the Altair 8800, uh, you know, uh, Wang, and just a whole bunch of different things. You know, it's how about well, a, T- a lot
0: of the things. But... T-I, uh, sorry, I'm, like, thinking of some computers I had. TI-99 slash 4 and yeah, 4A. T-I-9-
4: TI-99-4A. I had the speech module. I had this, okay. the, the silver one, the black one, the white, white one. Oh. You know, I had a TRS-80 model one, two, and three, uh, all kinds. Of, I, I was a f- fascinated. You know, Commodore VIC-20, of course, Commodore 64, right. Commodore 128, Commodore plus four. I wow. had, I had, you know, I, 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 and I had the house set up like a museum, I, you know, and really I just, I just enjoyed that hardware. I thought, wow, I'm I fascinated by the circuit boards. <laughs> right,
0: right. And I'm I'm sure you figured out, like, what did you need to do to refresh games? I mean, computers rather, you know, like
4: cap kits and such. Is that, oh, is yeah, that something yeah. pretty well, common? around that time, let's say 16, 17, 18 years ago, Right. a lot of them just kind of worked still, <laughs> in my opinion, you know what I mean? Right. And, and and to be honest no one gave a gave a shit <laughs> it's it like oh great you have a big garbage collection that's really cool but i've seen it differently you know what i mean
0: right right i mean i still actually own all the original cons arcade not what am i trying to say all the original computers that i owned when i was a kid i still have them oh and man. i even still have the 300 baud modem that i used in 1983
4: cool. so a little bit uh hordish maybe i don't know you know my absolute favorite computer was the tandy 1000 it came out it came out in 1986 uh, but my parents got one brand new they had like a like a uh, office cleaning business and they thought we have to have a computer and uh so the tandy 1000 but believe it or not you know have you have you ever heard of a traveling software salesman?
0: No, I've never got. To I s- know,
4: I know that makes no sense, and a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> there was, you know, a guy in a suit with a suitcase, you know, knocked on our door, and he says, "Ma'am, do you have an IBM computer at the house?" And, and uh, really, was, and, and, no joke. And so, right. uh, yes, and so um, I want guy that guy to come to my house. <laughs> and he showed demos of all these different games. And so, of course, I'm like, Mom, 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 I want this. I want this. <laughs> Holy crap. So, you know, so I'm getting all primed up. And I remember the first first uh, game, the, the, the one first computer game I, re- I really remember was um, it's called Digger. It was a Dig Dug clone for, yeah, uh, Dig,
1: for DOS. That's a fun game. And they, actually, they redid it for the PS3 and PS4. And uh, Jason thought we left. And so. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, the screen, the screen I, also turns. Some, sometimes I have to go to the restroom, and
0: <laughs> he can't, he can't like turn his channel off. He has to. No, I have to actually use
1: like a curtain. Like there, there's no curtain for me to say I'm away. It's just this, <laughs> you know. So it's like it's very crude, um, you know, and it, it's it's a limitation of being you know uh, video now. So we like we we. We were audio only until like three weeks ago. We might have to go back to that just so I could take potty breaks.
0: <laughs> if you could just print out a picture of you sitting there and then you just slip it in front of
1: the webcam, that would just be perfect. <laughs> And I think there's a way to do that in OBS. I'm just like, I haven't had time to test it out. Uh-huh. So anyway, we've derailed this now. So sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, back, about the sorry about your story. But yeah, if we disappear, we should warn people about that. If we disappear, just keep talking. You Just keep yeah, talking. Yeah. We were listening. In fact, <laughs> vamp. the funny thing is, is that if I miss any part of the show, I listen to the show after the show. So like the next week, I will go back and listen to last week's episode just so I can hear how we did. Uh, so that... I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to leave you hanging there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry, my corn was just like eat me. And I was <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to read the next question. What other vector projects have you done?
4: Um. Well. Um. That, that. That. You know, vector is actually my my favorite type of arcade machine. Uh. Well, just recently, I made uh the world's largest, far as I know, vector monitor. It's a 36 inch tube and and I, i'm still trying to figure out what to do with it you know uh i'm thinking maybe make a you know th- there's a guy i believe his name is also jason that he made like a giant like 14 foot tall star wars and i thought man it'd be cool if you put a real vector monitor inside one of those so so i don't know i want maybe something along that line um i don't know well be, and besides doing the color vectrex mod it's, i don't know I'm always working on them though,
1: every day. So, d- why do not you give their listeners a little idea of what you did for the Color Vectrex arcade? Well,
4: cuz it's me to not cuz it, well, well Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know because I'm a
1: know, Yeah. And I think you could be just a just little stuff. bit of both, right? So like, well, first well, of all, it's not just did a, a it's not just a Vectrex. You know, like the Vectrex first of all, if you don't know what the Vectrex is, it was a console. It was the only console that had vector g- arcade graphics back in the 80s. And the cool thing about it was it came in its all-in-one, uh, inclusive package with a joystick and a couple of buttons. And um, typically today you can find one between the uh, prices of one hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars, depending on the condition and whether it's boxed, etc. You can even pay more than that if they're mint. So, um, but my and they're cartridge-based systems, and um, some of the some of the games were ported maybe not as well as they could be pole position was ported star trek was ported star trek looks nothing like the arcade game by the way but it's it's still fun um and then it came natively with one game so that you could turn it on and play it immediately but the cool thing about vector graphics and i think we we should mention this a little bit is and you said you love vector graphics is that it was a unique thing in the 80s it was one of the few ways you could draw realistic or well maybe not realistic but very fine looking graphics compared to what raster could do at the time right so mm-hmm. you think of space invaders and you think of you know little sprites coming down but to get the 3d effect that you would get out of a vector gra- graphics arcade games such as you know red baron or star wars or those sure. types of games you know it was it was revolutionary and it was really quite innovative for the time so they were uh, a huge draw The the cool thing is, is that Atari came up with all these color vector games which were fantastic. Uh, and, and so I think the the guys that invented the Vectrex console thought, well, let's get this thing on the on the market because there's nothing else like it. But it was all black and white, and you had overlays and things like that. So for our listeners, that gives you a little bit of background. This is a tiny little sure. uh, nine-inch vertical screen that um, black and white that is uh, that that displays XY graphics, and it's it's sure. really quite innovative for the time so
4: yeah uh, well. around that time period let's say a lot of games might have had 320 by 240 pixels okay right, right. or something or something along those lines right yes. well for example asteroids has 1024 by 1024 points that the decks will actually allow it to draw so believe it or not if you if you want to consider it uh, the same same type of technology of like a vector monitor is, is very similar to like a high definition television set, like you know 1080 1080i or something like that. It's it's it's, but unfortunately uh, you lose some detail, but you gain other things that you can't see on a regular regular game. You know. But anyways, I got, I, I you know I used to be into collecting you know old goofy electronics, and for some reason the Vectrex was was the one that always got away. You know. And when when I uh, started collecting arcade machines. A buddy of mine says you gotta check this out and brought it over and then i was really hooked i really wanted one but it just seemed you know whenever i'd see one come along i just didn't want to spend the money you know so yeah i mean it's it's not
1: cheap even by today's standards for a good one you're gonna pay a couple hundred bucks right
4: yeah well and so i finally finally broke down and bought one and uh uh i thought man this would be cool to hook up to a big monitor and so i thought someone's already done this you know so i looked it up i, I googled it i says yeah you know i wanted to see how to do it and then i find out nobody did it you know no one actually hooked it up to a big giant monitor and so um and it's funny because as as i'm looking it up online i have a monitor like a 19d 2000 monitor sitting on the carpet in my living room right in front of me and then and i'm like you know let me just try to hook this up so the the first time i did it i ended up cutting a bunch of resistors and changing how how the monitor handles the inputs. And so I can connect it directly up to the Vectrex. And then I found out the Z intensity was incorrect. So I ended up using a Walmart computer amplifier. You, you know what I mean? I, I, just, I chopped the amplifier board out of there, and I used it to amplify the Z signals. Um, but later on, I found out there's ways you can do it without any additional. You can actually wire a Vectrex directly up to it. You know what I mean? So I had different hacks to do it. and. So I made a video on the YouTube. By the way, my arcade channel, uh, Arcade Jason, is, is the name of my YouTube. Yeah, channel.
1: let's let's uh, talk that up. You need to give us the URL and everything.
4: Well, I um, well I you know the the best way I could say it is just go on YouTube and Google Arcade Jason. I don't know the, give
1: you the URL. <laughs> arcade Jason, Jason Kopp, <laughs> YouTube. Look K O P P. Look him up. Yeah, but um. Sorry, I didn't mean to bust out your yeah. name. Everybody, go on oh. Facebook and friend him.
4: Oh, I, oh, I'm on Facebook, too, man. Check me out. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have a group on Facebook called uh, Arcade Jason. Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember the name of my own group.
1: There's an Arcade Repair help. group, right?
4: Re- yeah, Repair Help and Tech Tips or something like that. Yeah, yeah just it, look for it. Yeah, there's something, I think, is it. Vector, vector, vector yeah, yeah. Crap, Yes. Like
0: that. <laughs> I researched you earlier. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, did you? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, got, I can't come in here completely dry. So I you know,
4: <laughs> figure out who you are, and
0: you know, Facebook. You know, I mean, Photoshop your face onto something one time, and then.
4: Oh, oh cheers. By the, by the way, if anyone ever wants to wants to do that themselves, uh, contact me, and I will help you out. I see. I made a video on YouTube showing you how to do it, and there's way better ways to do it now, and it's only going to cost you like two dollars in parts, and anyone can do it. Uh, you can contact me. Uh, uh, K-O-P-P-J-A-S-O-N 8-3 at yahoo.com and I'll tell, I'll tell you everything you need to know on how to how to uh, make a large vector monitor for uh, Vectrex <laughs> wow you know.
1: oh. a new but list also the a new, color uh, monitor. I just want to uh, say color that color. I, I didn't notice this earlier but I was complaining about having to take potty breaks and one of our new listeners suggested Depends Depen- uh, man. oh man
4: you know what you know what I wouldn't I, I would I wouldn't uh, feel bad if you peed in the cup or something but you know excuse me <laughs> excuse me a second on yourself.
1: excuse me a second Oh no Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you hear
4: water trickling Oh my god I got some <laughs> just
0: smile like a weird This smile is brought to like you
1: by some... Stable.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Put this in your engine. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that's awesome. So how did you, I mean, like, I've, clearly you have some, some uh, engineering acumen for all this stuff, so this, this is fantastic. How can, we, uh, how can we promote you in a way that we can make money off of you? That's what I'm trying huh. to <laughs> <laughs> What? Like, oh. how do I get commission <laughs> <Can> you... <laughs> off of what you do? Well, seriously, like, you, uh, you have a hum- hundred... figure out, Is I'll gladly give you for free. I don't, I don't want to
4: make money off it. Uh, see here's the
1: problem with you you need to want to make money i think i think <laughs> you have 120 games in your house you have you have you have needs you have needs you need to you need to make, make sure you're you 150 people
4: people have been have been like, I almost would say harassing in a nice way i'm going oh, to say good. This that's and in nice nicely harassing me to start a patreon uh for my youtube channel and i i feel like i'm a bum like asking you know i you know, I, you know you that. know what
1: dude you you just keep going on with your bad self you give people advice <laughs> eventually you're gonna have enough subscribers it'll start paying for itself and then you got to get hire a business manager hire someone that's gonna help you out because you're, you're you are a talented dude you need to make money off this stuff so that is that's my own in interjection I that's an aside and you don't have to listen to what I'm saying and, and <laughs> you know but but anyway I, I think this is you, you've got potential so I hope you're getting paid the nine things
0: you're winding tonight. The nine.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd rather not do them, but I'd rather, I'd rather. You know, vector monitors is a, is a dying thing. It uh, is people that people that don't know any
1: better are just throwing them in the trash, literally. Um, well, yeah, I have and, a sec- I have a question. I have a question. Yeah, I have a uh, NOS uh, tube for a sixty-one hundred. Or GO8. Okay. Whatever, whatever you want it. To... Nineteen V L U P twenty two. Yep, that's it. Nineteen V U L vlup little bit of twenty two. That's the one. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, and then I have a sixty one hundred chassis and I have a high voltage, uh, and I have a, a an, an, uh a neck for it and everything, you know. But it's all nothing's put together. And I'm totally afraid to try to put it together. I've done it. Just do it from scratch. It's yes, a brand. Had, it's oh, a brand new Nos Tempus. tube.
0: I had a tempest, and all it was was a was a a tube with nothing else. Everything
1: had been yeah. removed. Yeah, yeah. I have the frame too. Cool. I have the frame. I have everything. I, I just. Have the frame. I'm totally scared to put it together. Nah, it's fine. You'll well, be fine. Well, then you should just put it together. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I have I've rebuilt two 6100 monitors, so I'm not a noob. So I've done my Star Wars and my tempest, and it, it's a little scary. You know, those, and I've actually blown out every transistor on the friggin' thing working on it, but I've gotten them to work, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's, uh, so what I want, what I'm saying is Jason, I'd like to send all that to you and have you just build my money. Are you
4: kidding me? Are you kidding me? Here, hold on. I'm going to move. I'm going to move. thing. look. I have two sixty one hundred. Oh, there's the a baby two? Pac-Man. <laughs> there it is some some dude by the name of John Salter just dropped off some monitors and i gotta I gotta fix those monitors. actually, I had to fix three sixty one hundred monitors for this one guy. Mm. I mean, I, I fixed hundreds of them.
1: if yeah, hundreds and hundreds of them. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what this hes telling me not to drink it. That's freaking hilarious. What is that? is? Don't drink that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> is battery. that the same cup you just peed in? <laughs> yeah, oh, it, no. it, is, it is the same cup I just <laughs> peed is Here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> all right. So what were we asking you anyway? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. All right. So run down all of the you, Okay. We talked to earlier. You said you have a little bit of an Atari vector collection. Tell us about that. Yeah.
4: Uh, I have every Atari Vector um, in, in a dedicated cabinet. Run them uh, down.
1: Also, Run them on down. Well, what, what do you got?
4: Oh, jeez. Um, Star Wars, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Strikes Back wait, 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 and, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Hold up. You have a dedicated Empire Strikes Back?
4: No, I don't think any more dedicated, but I at least got to have it. It's conversion kit, right?
1: World. But the marquees were the marquees. Now those, I mean, they had to strip the old one or did they put a new one on there?
4: They would strip it off and give it to the operator. I believe but it, it's, a be it's a sticker it's a sticker if anyone can leave a comment did was there ever an empire strikes back that left the atari factory doors i'd love to know that i don't yeah, think me so. too
1: me too but but it it's a handsome conversion if they did and i have a i have a, a kit that allows me to switch between the two it was the clay yeah, cowgill I kit just, before, just, the vectrix, before, before the vectrix before the vectrix or not vectrix before uh what's his name vector um. Who, who who does the modern, uh, Empire to uh, Star Wars conversion? You know, it's... Vector
4: Labs. Vector Labs. Vector Labs, right? So I have the Vector and, and, Labs and, and, kit, and, and, and before that, Clay Cowgill does, and I think you can still get them from Clay Cowgill if you bug them enough. Well, I have the
1: Clay Cowgill one, and it has a switch inside the machine. I got a switch, but the I like the Vector Labs one because you can press the two buttons and you just. Switch I,
0: and I always forget what to hit and for how long, and it's
1: just, it's just the two triggers, right? You have to hit one, hold it, it down, and hit the other. It's one. two. You hold them down for five seconds, and it switches. If that's how uh, if that's
4: how mine is, I'm going to have to disable that because that that kind of stuff bothers me. I want dedicated machines sitting next to dedicated machines. Even if, for example, I got okay, I got a, a Tempest.
1: Wow, purist, purist. And I know,
4: I know, I got a Tempest. All right, and I just picked up another Tempest, which I'm going to make only only play Tempest twos. Yeah, okay. I know I could put a switch. I can make it play Tempest Tempest Tubes. Yep. But I'm I'm kind of a completist like that.
1: All right. You know. All right. But, uh, I have a Tempest Tubes yeah, cuz uh, I'm not afraid to use it.
4: <laughs> but yeah, I also have a, a dedicated uh, major havoc in de- dedicated cabinet and everything.
1: <sighs> Where'd you get um, that from?
4: Uh, you know, I got that um fr- from a, a warehouse. It was rotten, like lean in sideways and uh when i first seen it it had um uh, some shooting game in it and i'm like oh oh i'm I'm freaking out like a little girl you know and (laughs) uh i i I ended up taking it to an amish guy i wanted this i wanted this thing done right you know i I have built cabinets from scratch but i've also seen my work when i'm done (laughs) so i took it to an amish guy and uh he actually made made the whole bottom platform and redid it and like replaced half the wood. Like a foot up is all new wood on the bottom, and uh, he was throwing all throwing all this wood away, and like some, he replaced some pieces. Like like for example, the one back piece that has a serial number. Yes, it was middle of winter and he's heating he's heating his garage with wood. Okay, well he has in the pile my piece of wood with a serial number on it. And like, luckily, I, I got there to when I picked up the machine to grab that one piece of wood with the serial number. He didn't care; he was gonna throw it in a, in a, in a wood burner. So I still have that piece of wood with the serial number on it. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Oh. I love Major Havoc. I don't know why people don't like that game. It's fantastic. I love
4: it. It's it's like it's like Vector Mario Brothers with, with in space. It's, it's it it awesome. has so much
1: more going on than any other Vector game and I Oh yeah. It's a lot of strategy. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. So, um fantastic. So you have uh Red Baron, you have Yep. Uh yep. you have all you have Star Wars, uh you have Empire Strikes Back, you have Major Havoc, you have uh
4: Gravatar, Black Widow. Oh sure,
1: sure, um, yeah. sure yeah black widow but, star uh, castle
4: i'm also big on this star castle is not
1: atari but yeah yeah but, Oh, yeah. Sorry,
4: sorry, yeah i i have um um tech scan uh space fury no, i'm talking about sega vectors now uh star star trek um
1: so I also in, is your ahead. star trek working yeah yeah no problems
4: uh, matter of fact, every vector I own, except for one, right now, does not work.
1: Are you using? It mean, orig- does work. It does work the way around. Oh. Are you using original hardware on Star Wars? Or Star Trek, Everything I mean Star original Trek. Original hardware. Star yes. Trek. Really? Yep. Oh, by the
4: way, there's something that I want uh, that, that might be interesting to some of you guys. I kind of hate you right now. Um. <laughs> I also <laughs> wow. have spare working boards, but I'm not gonna give them up.
1: I have two <laughs> sets of boards. I will send you two for one working board.
4: That's that's actually kind of,
1: I might think about
4: that. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk. <laughs> but uh, um, there's something that I'm, I'm going to do here soon that I think would be important for the for the vector community. And I want to make a, an adapter. I want to make, a, figure out a way to adapt a 6100 monitor to work in a Sega cabinet. Because a lot of people have issues with the G08 monitors you know, literally catching fire. Or, yeah, yeah you no know,
1: and, and you know what? And, it can be done. Sixty-one hundred can work in a GO eight situation. Yes,
4: it can. Yes, it can. But there is there is issues now. the The way the way Sega vectors are made is it might have a point right here, and the next point is uh, it will be over here. So, in other words, between these two points, you have a line, right? Well, uh, with Sega, it's instantaneous. Draw this line now, and with an Atari, let's say, draw the line, and because of that. Vectors don't line up correctly and there's issues because the 6100 monitor is a slower monitor than the GO8 monitor. So you can connect it with like a simple op amp,
1: which is, make it there's work. an irony here because they use the same exact fucking tube. I'm sorry, freaking tube.
4: Yeah, yeah, same tube. Matter of fact, matter of fact uh, the same or compatible yoke coil. But the difference is a Sega vector monitor has 45, 0, 45 uh, volts coming in and Atari has, it runs off 25, 0, 25. So it's 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 like one and a half times a faster monitor than the 6100. So the trick is to get a 6100 monitor to you know kick it in the ass to get get it moving a little bit. And uh, I've done it. I want to make want to, soon. I'm going to figure out a simple simple way so you can do it and still get proper proper pictures on a Sega Vector. And I want to put that in a YouTube channel so people can, you know.
1: I love it. I'm gonna do it. Something. If you, you know, we got to figure this out. I think it's a i would love to have a more stable GO8 situation. You know. So what do I need to do to get you to fix all my Star Trek stuff? So I have, <laughs> wow. I have a, I have a cockpit. I have a cockpit sitting in storage that. Who knows if it's even gonna Some function? To I, had, be...
4: I had a cockpit, and and I got rid of it in favor of the upright.
1: I had an upright. Uh-huh. I sold it to a guy in New York. Uh-huh. Because I, I fixed uh-huh. that damn thing like four six seven twelve 12 times, and I was like, screw you. I'm done with you. You're going to New York. <laughs> so, okay, Mark, w- final question. What do we got going here? Final question. Tell us about the toilet bowl cleaner.
4: Oh, toilet bowl. Okay, all right. I, I, I've gotten some shit on this. <laughs> what, what question? Some it's shit. He works. got some shit
1: on the toilet bowl. I
4: got some shit on the toilet. <laughs> all right. Now, all right. <laughs> now, um... <laughs> all right. The, works, the works toilet bowl cleaner. The work toilet bowl cleaner. Works. Ingredient. The active ingredient is hydrochloric acid. Well, hydrochloric acid eats copper wonderfully. Okay. Sure. Sure. almost <laughs> Now, uh, if you have a if you have a circuit board that has uh, a- acid damage, now technically, it's not acid damage. Isn't really an acid; it's an alkaline. Okay, sure. it's a strong
1: base that sure. leaks all over and, and corrodes your boards. And it well, travels up uh, the traces, right? So it makes oh, absolutely, It's absolutely. a it's it a big pain in the ass. Me so metal, so when a bat when a battery's alkaloids start to leak out, it actually travels the length of you know for d- just depending on how long it's been leaking. It can travel pretty far through your board system so oh, yeah. it's not it's not just going to wreck the the you know one or two inches around it it can it can actually go six seven inches up the traces so oh, yeah not fun and,
4: well, anyway so uh i and it works very well works very well uh the works total bowl cleaner the hydrochloric acid yep. neutralizes that base um I, i've also used uh, uh, a pcb etchant now when Radio Shack was still kicking, they mm-hmm. sold a little bottle of, you know, PCB etchant, aspheric chloride, I believe it is. Sure. And, and that that is also a good way. But remember, yeah, you put you put an aggressive acid like that on any board and walk away and forget about it. You're gonna have a blank board by the time. It right, right,
1: right. <laughs> you know? well, so there's
4: you, a fine line. Yeah. You can't go nuts. You know.
1: So you can buy this stuff at Fry's now, right? Or at least a couple of different places. You know.
4: What the hell's Fry's?
1: Fry's Electronics?
4: Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of yeah. like local stores.
1: Yeah, no, Fry's <laughs> Electronics is probably the biggest online. Yeah, you can get on Amazon too, but still, you know.
4: I've also used. Uh, drain cleaner. So, has, so tell uh, us why you
1: would use toilet bowl cleaner on a board. What are you What are you trying to accomplish? You're just it's, to... it's
4: just it's just cheaper and more available. And also, it's... muriatic acid is the same thing as hydrochloric acid. That's right, drain but it's a little you
1: know, bit like stronger, right? Depending on the. Uh,
4: yeah, 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 you, you, you got to be careful. I mean, the concentrations are different, but the active ingredient is the same. Right. So, I mean, I'm just after the active ingredient.
1: And toilet bowl cleaner yeah. is pretty mild compared to muriatic acid. Buying it as a oh, whole. Yeah. So oh, absolutely don't pour that shit uh, stuff all over your board and then expect your board. <laughs> oh, this,
4: this is important. This mm. is important. Yeah. Uh, if you decide that you want to pollute the planet and do it over the sink, which yeah. I've
1: done, yeah.
4: uh, make sure your water's running because right. if you, let that, you, you let that shit sit in your trap. It'll you wreck your pipes. trap.
1: Oh, you, yeah. You'll have don't a whole... Blame,
4: don't blame Arcade Jason for ruining <laughs> your pipes. So...
1: Right. <laughs> Seriously, okay. So check out his channel, Jason. You gotta give us your channel again. You know,
4: Arcade Jason. Just, 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 uh, Google it, uh, or or look it up on YouTube. Just type in right. search Arcade Jason. That's all you need.
1: We'll do. That sounds good. And 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 what are we looking for? Like, uh, you know, what else? Like, you also have a Facebook page, right? So you're not just yeah. helping us out with, with our. You know, what's an alkaloid?
0: <laughs> what's... <laughs> hey, so... by the way. <laughs> It, it, actually, you can type in YouTube.com slash Arcade Jason. No space. Works perfectly. Awesome. Okay, what he said.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go to, go to that and, and, and subscribe to his channel. Subscribe to his channel, and if you haven't subscribed to ours, you know, by now, you, you Oh, sh- I'm
4: going to subscribe in a few yeah. seconds.
1: We, we, we're, we you know, we're, we're a hoot. We're a hoot, you know. What don't a pollute. pollute. Last episode, though, we were boring as hell, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, you know, I, I think. Uh, Wait, that was just
0: me and you talking. I know we had no guest. You can't, you can't judge us. Jeez, sorry. I'm really sorry. Sometimes we don't have a guest, and Dan doesn't show up, which is pretty much the. Well, rest Dan of the season, hasn't showed
1: but... up. But who's Dan anyway? He's like a. He's like this fictitious a pretty character. cool guy. But yeah, he's he's, he's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man!
0: I'm watching the Vector Collection walkthrough video. Oh my All god, right. so nice. Here's my promise. That's
1: actually
4: an old video. I, um. I, I got more in there now.
1: <laughs> Here's my promise to iTunes listeners who are probably just totally pissed at us by now, but I'm gonna put four new episodes up this weekend, guaranteed. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make it to episode six, and I'm gonna try to put up an episode every uh, two days after that, so that we're caught up by the end of the week. Mm. You know but uh you know in the meantime you can listen into arcade radio uh every other thursday usually we're on a special night tonight so thanks for joining us on short notice jason it's been fantastic no having point. you on the show You're and um yeah this has been the double r's arcade radio you can find us at youtube.com slash arcade radio or we're on the facebook's yeah facebook.com slash arcade radio and we, we do stuff like this every week, you know, right, right, Mark? Mostly. And we dance. No. This part is the soft week dance. Yeah. It's, 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 we're, we're about to they dance. put right our now. shorts on. Oh, yeah. We're dancing right now. And I, I'm pretty sure Mark's pants are off. No, they're oh, on. They're yep. His pants I are off. I have another pair of pants underneath. <laughs> so, anyway, you know, call us. We got a phone number, too, don't we? Nobody calls we that do. number. What's the number? Yeah, six- leave us a voicemail. 612? What is our phone Five number? 548? Four four Game. G-A-M-E, right?
0: Game. 612-548.
1: Game. Game.
0: Call. Like gamer. Yeah, the more explicit the voicemail, the better.
1: Exactly. And we've played a couple on the show. All right, here we go. By the way, what I have a copy. that won't answer because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. This is the electric guitar part. Okay. Hey, are you guys going to go see Super Trippers this weekend?
0: We were going to see it tonight, but then I had to
4: do this. I didn't know
1: it's out yet. Yeah, Super Troopers 2. Um, I'm thinking about going to it and, like, uh, there's a 1010 showing and there's a 1040 showing. I'm going to probably go to one of them. Do it. But I don't have...
4: the movies, there's two games that are... There's two shows that are due that I need to watch. Still. Yeah. And they're arcade-related, so...
1: <laughs> well, Super Troopers isn't arcade-related, but I, I want to go to it. I know. All right, guys. We're going to cut the stream that I would like to say... Um, say a few words to you off air so stick with us and uh, everybody thanks for listening this has been Arcade Radio and we'll see you next week when we have Cosmotrons on